Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Abraham Jen, who will be sitting in for Matt Watson today. Abraham, what's up? How are you doing? I'm living the dream, man. Just trying to keep <laughs> up, trying to trying to do stuff. Thanks for coming and sitting in for Matt today. Absolutely. He is reportedly stranded somewhere in a meeting. So oh no. Anyway, Abraham, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the liberty of of doing some introduction work here. You are the CEO of Gen Consulting Group and the founder of LinkedIn Local KC. Is that all correct? Yes, sir. So before we get into our topic today, which we're going to discuss something that you are quite the subject matter expert in, which is LinkedIn optimization. Yeah. But let's give our listeners a 10 cents worth of background yeah. about you. Like, what? Why do they want to listen to you today? Well, I think for me, uh, my journey with LinkedIn, uh, specifically in this topic, has been uh, more out of pain, actually. Okay. And so when you look at trying to uh, build a network and a community in a place that you haven't actually lived, uh, it's really hard when you first start off. I'm, I'm a transplant from Kansas City. I'm not um, naturally native here. Okay. And uh, sometimes the community here is rolling deep from way past. And I'm, how I'm, in, I'm in that group. I'm, yeah. yeah. And how do you enter into it, sure. right? When you don't have those connections. Well, I, I first, I, you know, majority of my business, about 80% of my business was actually outside of Kansas City. Yeah. I was flying into New York and Silicon Valley and LA and, you know, having a young family, six, four, and one, like, you don't want to be an absent father. The and, struggle is real on that yeah, one, right? Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm a part-time wrestler. I mean, I <laughs> wrestle with my kids. I mean, and I'm a Lego construction worker as well. Uh, but what what I found was that I just can't keep by, doing. By the it. way, so am I. But not, I don't <laughs> use actual Legos. I actually uh, tell people that building business and software is often like Legos. Oh yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you just put them all together, and then you go, huh. You're like, hey, look, it's a car. And you're like, um, cars have wheels. <laughs> that looks kind of like a blob. And you're like, well, it's all the parts that said they would build a car. Let's yeah. take it apart and put it back together again. But yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, we can wrestle later, but I, I'm bigger than you. But I, I feel like you're younger and maybe in better shape. So. Well, have you done a little bit of wrestling before? Um, well, it depends on what kind. I mean, <laughs> professional. Oh, yeah. 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 But like Roman, Greco-Roman, no. No, no, no. Okay. I am wearing a, what do you call it? A singlet? A, a, yes. Yeah. Oh, under, are, under what I'm wearing now. But They bring you to humility when you do wear those things. I bet. Yeah. I bet. We should probably get back on topic. <laughs> For those of you that were about to tune out, don't. Yes. Anyway. Yes. All right. So you're, you're here. Where, where you said you're, you are now in Kansas city. The majority of our listeners are actually not in Kansas city. Yeah. Um, for those of you that are, Hello. And for those of you that aren't, um, you know, the world has become pretty transient. You know, Absolutely. people move around a lot for a lot of different reasons. I grew up here and left when I was 20. I've lived in New Mexico, Colorado, mm -hmm. North Carolina, Washington, D.C. area, yeah. Indianapolis, and then back to KC. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you can also be in and out of your own community. But so what, what, what was your path? What brought you here? 
Well, you know, I had a huge contract with Hudamaki. I was working with a team of people, working on their people, culture, scaling it out into doing engagement stuff within uh, the organization. And what I found myself as I came here, uh, initially m- my, my work was here, but then it started to go outside of Kansas City and came to a point where there's a pattern where I was doing a lot of more work outside versus inside. Sure. And I haven't really developed a huge network here. And so how do you actually grow uh, your connection in the place that you really want to. And especially now as, you know, everything uh, global is now local. You can work wherever you yeah. want to work. Oh, but yeah. How do you actually start to focus on that? So that became my journey in LinkedIn. And so about five years ago, I started to enter into LinkedIn, try to like see how can I actually do biz dev on there? How do I build relationships and be more strategic about doing that? Uh, after a while, you know, I'm making posts, making videos, doing the whole gamut of things, trying to like figure out how to actually get engagement on that platform. And that's tricky stuff too, because yeah. I think, you know, you hear people talk a lot. They say, well, you need, you know, it's like, let's say we're going to talk about LinkedIn optimization, but, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you need to optimize this. You need to optimize that. You need to be a content creator. Yeah. Okay. Just because you create it does not mean anyone is going to give a shit. Yeah. Like for real. Like, Absolutely. I mean, and I mean that through and through, like mm-hmm. you can spend your entire week making the greatest video ever, put it up on YouTube and get nine views. Yeah. And eight of them are probably from you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So obviously how you present it and then along with that, how you optimize it. Mm-hmm. have a lot to do with how it's going to be found, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay, so so how were your how were your early content creation efforts? Oh, it was it was just raw. And I realized yeah. more and more the LinkedIn format it's it's not about having everything polished and professional and everything right. all looking good. Like it's it's about just being real, authentic Correct. and actually adding value to yeah. where we are. And that's that's uh that is almost the stated unstated mission statement of mm-hmm. this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. and I say that cause um, we're like the world's worst startup. We have like, um, no, had no business plan. Mm-hmm. We had no mission statement other than like, we're going to be real. Yeah. And, um, I mentioned before we hit record, we published this warts and all mm-hmm. we don't edit anything. I mean, we turn it on and then we haven't had it. We actually had one time, that I turned it off after a minute and that's because I was c- coughing uncontrollably yeah. and that just wouldn't have been pleasant. But you mentioned raw. So the, the modern world of we'll just call it social or business media yeah. has a greater acceptance for the raw nature of stuff. Yeah. Meaning you see so many things where, you know, like, well, the phone in my pocket records in, in 4k. Yeah. And so you can get a good enough video and different stuff like that to still produce something worthwhile. But the key is the the content, the value. Yeah. Like, are you teaching someone something? Are you doing something to entertain them, to educate them, to help them get something they want, make them laugh, yeah. you know, and that's part of entertainment, mm-hmm. but, and that's all that that's value. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. And so as, as what, what I realized though, is that the LinkedIn format is actually very uh, forgiving as well mm-hmm. in the sense that it's not critical. It's not just like always sizing people up. It was actually creating community, especially in regards to your, your business profession. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, man, this is a, this is a nice place to just try things out, you know, yeah. and to not, and I, I'm not, I'm not really like a social media guy. Like I'm not on Instagram on Facebook and constantly on there, but I was like, man, I just need to start to develop and be more intentional. Yeah. And out of all the places, I want to do that on LinkedIn because it's the number one B2B platform to actually building relationships with other businesses. And so I was like, if I wanted to choose any platform, I'm going to just choose LinkedIn. 
So that's why I started focusing on there. And how long ago was that? That was about initially I was starting there about five months, uh, five, sorry, five years ago. Sure. And then basically I started getting really serious to the point where uh, I, I created a process where I was like, I was like getting about 30 or 40 prospective leads and opportunities from that mm-hmm. alone. And I was like, you know what, what would it look like if I started to scaling it out? And so about three years ago, I started to really scale it out with teams and stuff like that. And I realized, oh my gosh, we're getting about 100, 120 point, like, uh, calls and appointments half of it being face-to-face half of it being um you know um, on a a call or a video conference sure. and i was like wow this is amazing it's powerful right and i was like i was using it first for our you know our people business consultancy but after a while i was like you know what this can actually be a service for other businesses right and then i realized there was a trend that was actually starting to be built on you'll probably see it already is that your personal brand is just as important as your company brand I've, I've taken that approach. So at the end of 2016, well, all right. So about halfway through 2016, mm-hmm. um, I, I, my wife and I had owned a business. We were in the event ticketing business mm-hmm. and we also owned gigabook.com. That was in motion at that point. We had done well. I was not happy. Mm. I just wasn't happy. I mean, we were, I mean, essentially like online ticket scalpers. Hmm. We did a lot of, di- I mean, it was way past that, but um, we were making a lot of money. Um, we had done really well, but I mean, if you're not happy, yeah. who cares? Yeah. So we so made, what was happiness for you? Well, I, I knew I could do more. It was that kind of, it was that, it was that Maslow's, you yeah. know, top step of the pyramid kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, like self-actualization. We had been building Gigabook. Um, I knew that I wanted to be a leader. I wanted to develop some, well, we'll just call it thought expertise or yeah. something like that. Um, and I started writing my first two books. Mm-hmm. First one was Balance Me, which is uh, um, about finding, it's all about a realistic take on finding balance within your personal, professional, and physical life. Yeah. And, you know, the term work-life balance is so, th- it's not just work and life, it's personal, professional, and physical. And yeah. there's not an ideal number yeah. for anybody. It's different, your, your level of balance. And then the other thing is, too, is like people are like, you hear some people are like, work-life balance is a myth. It is and it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, being aware that you're way the frick off yeah. is what matters. Yeah, self-awareness of what works for you right. and so, to know how to lead yourself from there. Right. right. So I had been literally mulling that topic over for probably 10 years. Wow. Um, so I started working on that and I decided, you know, I said, yeah, I need to, re- I'm reinventing myself. Mm-hmm. But it all, it was all centric around the brand. Yeah. And that brand, because whether I own Gigabook or Full Scale or I'm the co-host or host or whatever, Startup Hustle, yeah. I'm, I'm always Matt DeCourcy. For sure. So, and yeah, so I, I, I built a center around that, came into 2017 and here I am, I'm like, I'm not doing what I've been doing for the last eight years and literally have like at this point, no income or whatever. And yeah. I got to say, it's, it's, I, there's no other way to say it. It's fucking hard. Yeah. Because, you know, like at that point, the book hadn't come out. The book came out, gave mm-hmm. me a little bit of street cred, but yeah. I mean, you're just, you know, a one over a million new books come out every year. Absolutely. Yawn. Yeah. It's a lot of content. Yeah. yeah and I had, a, you know, I had, had been writing my other one along the way, but you, that personal brand is key because it does have a lot to do with how your business as an entrepreneur succeeds. And then in some ways, your ability to get the kind of jobs or positions in a company that you want to be in or to associate with. Absolutely. Right. And it's really just comes down to, are you credible? And most people, they, they, they are so accidental in building their personal brand. You just kind of think, Oh, it's just going to happen. Right. 
but it is the number one thing that markets yourself. Why wouldn't you want to control that and actually be intentional in that process? And I think one of the greatest places to do that is on LinkedIn. Sure. People think that it's just a resume builder and you just kind of put it up there, but it's not like you can actually frame and perception is reality, right? Yep. And if you can control how people perceive you and position the things that actually you want to be known for, why don't you actually engage in that way? I've had the perception is reality argument with too many people. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. If you think I'm an asshole, mm-hmm. in your world, I am. Absolutely. It's just that yeah. simple, man. Just and that. if you think that I'm credible or whatever, but, and it's not, and, and, you know, I, I use this term, I call it fact shaping. And sometimes people hear that and they say, that sounds weird. It's not like fake news. There's, there's an infinite number of ways to say or present almost anything. Yeah, it's the perspective. The so, ha- so wrap your arms around the thought process of what is a higher quality. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So the personal brand's key, regardless of whether you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, IG, any of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you are still you. Absolutely. Now there are things that you sit behind, like maybe a company page or a business page or yeah. something like that. But in the end, it is still you. Absolutely. Um, people are a lot more likely to listen to a person than a brand in a lot of cases. And then other cases, the brand may wildly out Trump like Nike yeah. can speak as Nike, but Nike uses uh, Nike is oh, Michael built, Jordan. Well, no, yeah, Nike's built on a entire foundation and skyscraper of personal brands. Exactly. That's what they're paying for yeah. with LeBron or yeah. Jordan. So, so they're collaborating with all those personal brands to actually heighten their brand, and they've learned to take that influence of people, <clears throat> individual people that are, are, you know, credible in their space to actually build yep. their empire as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you that are wondering when we're going to talk about LinkedIn optimization, <laughs> but the, and we're going to, but, but the thing is, is you can optimize anything you want, but if it doesn't really matter if when someone gets there, it's garbage. Yeah. And that's, that's your, that's the point mm-hmm. that we're trying to make here. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like manicure, groom, be prepared. Like what happens if everything goes right and you get this optimis- optimization stuff down? Yeah. So the question is like, wh- why are you trying to draw people to yourself? Right. What's the end outcome? And then if you draw people to yourself, like what is your conversion rate? What is what is success for you for conversion, right? Mm-hmm. Is it to to sell your product? Is it to just, you know, build a following, continue to add value? And later on, you'll figure something out. Like you have to know what your marketing strategy is on that end of the day. Like why are you drawing them? And for what purpose and means, right? And so sometimes there could be confusion of what, message that you want to draw people into and so bringing clarity to what that is and actually niching yourself into certain area will really help with making your profile be more attractive yeah Yeah. like for example matt watson and i we're entrepreneurs we're startup guys Mm -hmm. i mean that's really where it starts Mm -hmm. i mean and and so that that there you go yeah there's your brand so um before we get into this um if you're listening where do we find you and your company yeah. Let's make you, sure you get that in there before we, you we'll, can, we'll mention it again. But. My personal one, you can go abrahamgin.com. Uh, you can go and to that's my- And G, that's G-I-N. G-I-N, like the tonic. Yep. And then you can go to Gin Consulting Group if you want to look at the company page one. And then um, if you want to look specific for LinkedIn services- I have a like feeling that. That, that you might be the only Abraham Gin on LinkedIn. Possibly. Yeah. There's like, there might be a couple more. You yeah. don't know. The world's pretty yeah. big. Yeah. Uh, true. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I've never, I, I, I am friends with three other Matt DeCourcy's oh, on yeah? Facebook, but I've never met one. Really? Never. 
Okay. I've met a lot of DeCourcy's. I mean, I, you talked about that, like those old school roots in the community. My family's yeah. been in Kansas City for like 150 years. Uh-huh. Never met another Matt DeCourcy. Met uh-huh. a lot of other DeCourcy's. But yeah, so I'm friends with uh, a few of them. One of them is a half of a set of twins. And oh. and, and another one's a, a, a biology professor in uh, Hong Kong. Okay. <laughs> so, and I can't remember who the third one is. The, those are the ones that are most visible. But yeah, so it is a small world, but then it's not. Yes. It's yes. funny. The other Matt DeCourcy in Hong Kong is also mm-hmm. an author. Mm-hmm. And somehow when my books came out, I like moved him like all yeah. the way down Google and I sent him a note and apologize. Yeah. And he, mm-hmm. he actually replied. He's like, thanks for repping the brand. Though. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. All right. So, so go to abrahamgen.com and check out what he does. But along the way, so you do, you do, you're a speaker, you do workshops. Yes. Um, I'm assuming that businesses can also bring you in for whatever. Yeah. I love okay. to talk about various different topics um, on high performing team, building out culture, uh, understanding your signature leadership voice. Like if right. you give me some time, I can start to read your mail of your predictive leadership patterns. And uh, it's, fun are you serious? Stuff. I'm serious. Okay. Actually. Yeah. I might hire you for that, man. <laughs> I'm having an issue keeping up with it. It's funny. I'm not kidding. We actually had a note in our mailbox that was like, you have too much mail in your mailbox. Yeah. Um, we were going to keep it at the post office until you come <laughs> get your shit together. And we were like, what? Uh, that's no joke. Uh, you're getting some discipline from the post office. I know. Right? They they don't mess around, man. They're like, no mail for you. Okay. So look, this whole topic is way deeper than we're going to be able to get in today. And yeah. that's probably a good reason to go check out one of, of Abraham's workshops or Go to a site, bring them into your company, you know, do something like that. But I'm going to guide you through your own notes. Yes, let's do it. Largely because I have them in front of me and you let's don't. Let's do it. And let's we we it. didn't make two copies. But um, so once again, and you know, when we decided that we, this would be the topic we discussed, you know, Abraham kind of sighed and he's like, "Oh man, I don't know if we can get to it." And said, "We don't have to solve all the world's problems today. <laughs> We're going to run down a list of bullet points." And once again, if you want to get more in depth with what he does, I mean, go check out what he does. Because, um, like I said, trying to get all that done within a within a short podcast is different. But you know, I'm looking down this list, and this is good stuff. So. All right, so we've decided our niche and our brand, and like that, we decided the audience that we're going to approach. Mm-hmm. And LinkedIn is obviously about connections. Yeah. So there's a few things, and we've had another guest in here. Um, I don't know if you've ever met Erin Folk from Long. Yeah. You know Erin? Yeah, she's so, great. Yeah, she has a long history with LinkedIn as mm-hmm. well, and that's a, a wheelhouse of hers. And, um, you know, one of the things that she pointed out to me with my own LinkedIn profile, she was like, you do not list the most interesting stuff about you first Yes, in your description. Yeah. So I was like, Matt DeCourcy, and I was like, CEO, founder, blah, 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 blah. She's like, you're the author of Million Dollar Bedroom, or you're the co-host of yep. Startup Hustle. Like, you got to put that stuff there. Yeah, and so I did that. I don't know if it's made a difference, but that that so obviously the way you're presenting yourself, because think about it, people, like as you're getting ready to create, do what you're doing, um, you need to make this first impression yes. and that's your first thing. It's, it's establishing a, a killer first impression. Impressions is everything. Right. Right. So okay. literally everything in some a things, beautiful yeah. woman and, uh, my face is going to be not like easily that beautiful woman's going to get a lot more traction just with the profile itself. I mean, don't sell yourself short, dude. <laughs> But, <laughs> I'm just telling you. No, I, you're right. You're I've, right. Done, yeah. I've done campaigns for myself. I've done it for hey, other people. By the I way, I, I want to be realistic, uh-huh. not just like estic. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. And I will always tell people we have faces made for radio. So well, that's that's why that's why we're on video. Faces made on radio. Uh, by, well, the the way, by the way, the videos now, and, and I was telling you before, 
if you're listening to this, you can find the video from this now at the Startup Hustle YouTube page. Awesome. For, check it out. Yeah. Yeah. We look even worse in, <laughs> in high definition. So, okay. So the, the impression matters. Yeah. So photos, got to have a professional. So photo. use a beautiful woman po- picture in mind or <laughs> no, have a good one. Good, good one. Yeah. yeah. Good one. And then, right. and then when, or when maybe they, even something different. So on my LinkedIn profile, mm-hmm. I, um, and, and I've probably like played this out a little bit. I actually have like a really, like a very sharp, uh, digital, uh, it's an animated digital, yeah. but it looks good. Yeah. It looks good within the context. It kind of differentiates you. It right? does look a little different. You yeah. can, I mean, you kind of look at it and you're like, uh, oh, but it's different. Absolutely. So many people on LinkedIn. Well, first off, <laughs> all right. So I have tw- 21,000 connections, yeah. which according to you is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And, uh, I will not accept your connection request or even think about replying or be interested in anything you have to say if you don't have a picture. Yeah. If well, can, exactly. If, if you have a no photo, like you're like, is this who a are you? Like, is this, yeah, or, is this a bot? Yeah. Is it something dumb? Like if you can't upload a picture, yeah, eh, get out of it. So, okay. So, uh, have a good one. Yeah. Second one is right. You'll get, when you get an invitation to actually add someone, they're going to actually see the picture. And the second thing they look at, they're going to look at your name and they're going to look at your header. Yeah. And that header, like we talk about, yeah. is it showing chemistry? Yep. Is it showing character? Is it showing competency and credibility? If you can yeah. actually quickly communicate those things, it's like your elevator pitch. Yeah. It's that one or two liner that really intrigues people to want Are you more. interesting? Are you someone that could potentially add value? And, and another thing for me, like, so I get a lot of connection requests. I, I mean, a lot, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what a lot is, but it's a double digit number every day. Mm-hmm. And I turn them down a lot because mm-hmm. most that I've learned there are certain, there are certain headers mm-hmm. that I'm just going to hit accept. And then I'm going to, I'm going to get three LinkedIn messages within five minutes that are all TLDR, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just annoying. I'm yeah. like, you're not trying to do anything, but immediately capitalize on this relationship. But mm-hmm. some of them, you know, I don't know, I'm not going to get into, into that, but For sure. But put your most interesting stuff first. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And then if they, what the, and happen, a picture of a hot chick oh, or, or Abraham, if that's you, if that's you. Right. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Like those things really, and, and help. by the way, LinkedIn's a professional network. Yeah. So don't put a picture of your, don't put a picture of yourself on your boat with no shirt on. Yeah. That probably not, not a good, maybe not, good for Facebook or Instagram, but boom. yeah, unless that's your brand, like well, you're selling right. boats or you're maybe, like a, yeah. Or you're like a fitness. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then, you, then you look at then is when they enter into your profile, they're going to look at your banner. Yep. Yep. Are you, some people, my banners, a, I have had a picture of, and I don't know if you looked it up, but I have a picture of a stack of books that are million dollar bedroom. Yeah. And because that's, a, that's my story. Right there. It shows yeah. your authority. You're yeah. an author, you're a speaker. You, you know, something coming. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Something different. And it communicates your brand. And a lot of times people put, you know what? Kansas city. You know what I love to do is is sometimes when we're talking about making a good impression, I like to call out people that walk in our studio, but don't have a mic like uh, Breland Lawler, who's our production assistant (laughs) and has like 50,000 followers on Instagram. Okay. So she knows a couple things about making a good impression. She may or may not be in here with us. So um, you never know. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) Um, Okay. So we make a good impression. Next, you're going to talk about stirring up engagement. Yeah. Um, so it, the, the, the thing is, is why? Like, yeah. all right, so we're connected now. What? Yeah. So when you're connected and you have a following, right? I, I think one of my pet peeves too, just want to add this before we go and we're going to talk about engagement is 
you know how there's certain people that say we have I have like 15 years of experience and then they have no logo for their company. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it's just like the gray little blob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it shows for yeah. me when I see that. I see like, yeah, man, you're not credible. Like, what did you like? Did you do anything? Is this even a real company? Like, you know what I don't like is when someone's header just says twenty thousand connections. Yeah. You see those? They're yeah. like, you know, they're like, yeah. I'm like, so, so yeah, what? yeah. yeah exactly. And by the way, if the answer to whatever you're trying to say, pretty much any time in life is so. Yeah. Like if it's a and or and and what? Yeah. Or any of that, yeah. if it's really easy to like, okay, 20,000 connection. Okay. Yeah. So? That's right. Right, right. It doesn't really matter. Not, yeah, I'm like yawn. Yeah. And I think that's why in your header, you have to not only share your credibility, but also like, what are the value that you're going to bring to them if you do connect with them? Right? Oh, and by the way, if you want to follow Breland on Instagram and add to that 50K total, I think it's at catch me in space. So. <laughs> She knows how to make a good first impression. Well, she's like she doing knows something how to, right. She knows how to how to how to. Uh, she does it for us. Like she and I. Like I'm just giving a hard time because she comes in and when you go to at Startup Hustle Podcast on uh -huh. Instagram and check out, the, um, you know who we are. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's and by the way, for all of you that are following us, thanks. Like we we didn't even start this page. Mm. I think we were up to like 1,500 followers after six weeks. Mm. So thank you. And thank you for those that keep listening. But mm. so stirring up engagement. Yeah. So engagement, um, I would say the big word is consistency. Yeah. It well, that, it, don't, with, don't content, about, with content in general. Yeah. So for those of you that listen to the podcast from like the very beginning, once again, thanks. But like in the beginning of this, like, dude, we were so bad. Like we would come out with like five in a week yeah. and maybe none. And yeah. like in January of this year, I think we did like one. Yeah. And then I, I said to everyone, I said, look, we're going to do this right or we're just going to go do something else. Yeah. But it is consistency and regularity. Yep. It's, you get like a second and then mm, I forgot about you. Yeah. Everyone else did too. So you got you got to be competitive and complete. Mm -hmm. But with your engagement, it also can't be a bunch of shit that just makes people say so. Yeah, it has to add some type of value, right. right? So how do you do that? I mean, some like one of the things I think about is like, well, you got to offer something or maybe ask a question that mm -hmm. stir, stirs up conversation. Yeah, in, in your in your long form or when you actually write something in your post, you can ask questions to actually yeah. stir up engagement. Uh, you can tag people, yep. right? That really helps, especially when you are in the community, you're connecting with people, add them to that if it's yeah. relevant to them, right? Right. Um, but at the same time with stirring up engagement, I think you have to be somewhat mindful of that because mm -hmm. I get people that just tag me in random posts mm -hmm. and I'm like, who are you? Mm. Like I'll, I'll disconnect you. Mm -hmm. Like, cause some people are doing that to, and well, and maybe this not as much on LinkedIn, but other things, cause they want to try to, they want to try to be shown on your feeds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you gotta be somewhat yeah. cool about it. There has to be some connection to right. that. Right. Right. I've actually had one time where I thought I was tagging the right person, and but there's, the there was two types of people that had the same name similar and I was tagging the wrong person the whole time. I've done that. <laughs> so it's funny. We talked about Matt DeCourcy's. There's a Matt DeCourcy that's like a, apparently like a member of parliament in Canada <laughs> and he's, I'm, I'm DeCourcy ending in S E Y and yeah. he is just a C Y. Yeah. And I have had a lot of people on Facebook that will tag him because they oh, don't know how to spell my name. Yeah. And I've seen people, I've corrected them on that. I'm like, I appreciate the shout out, but you should know that you did tag a member of British Parliament or of Canadian <laughs> Parliament or whatever they call it up there. Okay. So 
And now stirring up engagement when you're talking, you know, your next on your list is leveraging your posting. And that's, yeah. is that, is that just kind of in Congress with what you were just saying, like yeah. connecting the right people and bringing others in on their opinion? Yeah. Um, it's also, yeah, adding, you know, tagging them, um, um, uh, specifically sharing it uh, from other people. Um, it's, it's actually commenting, doing thoughtful responses. And in that you're just producing a community of engagement. And right. often when you, add and comment on other people as well that that it'll actually be something that when you give they give back right? right and there's some engagement that is reciprocated so there's people that are listening right now that heard the topic linkedin optimization and they're expecting a bunch of tips about how to title things or do different stuff like that yeah. folks this is optimization this, this is, is um things like linkedin linkedin has what like i mean a, a, a gabillion users mm-hmm. isn't i think that's accurate right zillions yeah yeah and um, you know, all these platforms have pretty sophisticated algorithms at this point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I mean, sure, yes, you can optimize things, but optimization in the real world of engagement is things like, like we said earlier, like not making your headline suck mm-hmm. and, you know, being like having a picture. And these are so one-on-one, but my God, so many people yeah. are so bad. Complete it. Complete your profile. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. By okay. the way, that's something I talk about in Million Dollar Bedroom, like, especially like, uh, in that case, sometimes with uh, you have Google Maps, mm-hmm. and like people are like, I want to be found on Google Maps. I'm like, yeah, you should like complete the profile. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's there. You wonder why you're not at the top. Like, you don't even say when you're open. Yeah, you don't say you have a website. Yeah, you're just like, hey, here's my business. No yes. pictures. Complete yeah. the profile. Okay, so we discussed the topic of personal brand, and when you're building your personal brand, establishing your, yourself as a thought leader, mm-hmm. as I mean, well, that's really you're you're a thought you. Whether you realize it or not, anybody that has a strong personal brand, some kind of leader. Yeah. Um, thought leader is, is vague, but it's not, um, you know, like you obviously have subject matter expertise in, in this topic amongst other things, thought leadership would be like, you know, so Matt Watson's a thought leader cause he's been a remarkably successful entrepreneur and developer. And because of that, a lot of people find his inf- information credible. Yeah. So your next tip is develop thought leadership in your niche. And you do that by creating content, but it's back to that value proposition. Yeah. It's like, why do I want to listen to you? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what are your, what are your tips or thoughts on that? I think a simple way to start to do that. And by the way, this is, this is all stuff that, that is at the, at the back end mm-hmm. of you being finally found. Yeah. Yeah. So like what happens? Okay. So now I connect with you. Now what? So I think yeah. you got to leverage your LinkedIn article. And so if you actually have a, like, hey, this is some topic that you really are want to be known for, five tips in making your dev team go to the next level. Po- podcast wrestling. Sure. Yeah, right there. Podcast yes. wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. Well, but. I thought we were talking about it earlier. Oh, yes, that's so right. That's right. <laughs> it is the world. It will be the world's shortest lived professional league. Okay. How okay. would you wrestle? And we could wrestle. It would just, yeah, it'd be kind of funny. So you actually have Actually, that. coming soon on Startup Hustle, <laughs> podcast wrestling. <laughs> Well, you know, with LinkedIn article, what's different about the posting is that LinkedIn article, the most recent one can be on your page itself. It's your personal page. I always think about your personal page as your personal website. Yep. But now you have the whole ecosystem of the LinkedIn connections that's connected to that, that can actually be driven to your site in a sense. I I made a video on mine too. I Mm -hmm. have like a, I don't know how long it is, but it's, I mean, we did, we were somewhat professional. Mm -hmm. 
um, where it just, I mean, it's me. It's like, it was made for that purpose. It says, Hey, I'm Matt DeCourcy, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's exactly what I say, actually word for word. So I like Uh, to put just one talking about like what we want to help people. Yeah. 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 So when it comes to thought leadership, it's like, say, take one quality video. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a lot of videos. Just put it on your about page and then put one quality LinkedIn article, just put it up there. And then when you engage with people, say hello to people, drive them mm-hmm. to that video or that LinkedIn article. So, all right. And now we'll play kind of like red team, blue team here. Cause all right. So like I said, I'd like to keep it realistic. It's not hard for me to get people to connect to me on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Cause I got obviously a lot of connections with people. Mm-hmm. I have some credibility. I've done some things that people find interesting if you're the other way around, you might be getting ignored, but these are the ways that you optimize your page to get noticed. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this isn't going to happen fast. No. I mean, some of it can happen fast. It's going to happen as fast as you care about yeah. making it happen. I think I definitely help that with that yeah. process. We do turnkey solutions for yes, them. Yes. But yeah, naturally, it, by, it takes by the time. way, and I'll give people advice, man. So it took me a while in life. So I used to try to do everything myself. And yeah. now I'm all about hiring experts. Oh, yeah. Like with my books, I hired an editor that he's been on all three of them. And uh, he's been the editor on a dozen New York Times bestsellers. Like find people that know what they're doing. They will, yeah. you'll, you're like, oh, but they're expensive. Yeah. Well, so is your time and yeah, your effort absolutely. of failing. Yeah. You're, you're, you're purchasing access to someone else's shortcuts. You know, when we are living in this digital age, and one of the greatest challenges that we have is it's no longer being a talented, competitive individual anymore. It's right. all about creating agile, collaborative teams. Not yep. just in a team level, do you have, you have to leverage the strength of other people, but actually think about it on an organizational level. Like right. there are certain things in your organization that you do well in, yep. but you need certain things that you need to outsource and to actually go faster. Because if you're trying to be everything then you're not going to do anything. Well, we were talking about that before record, we hit record. And for those of you that are interested in what uh, Matt Watson and I do, you know, we're the co-founders of FullScale, found yeah. at fullscale.io. We help companies build development teams yeah. around their existing talent. Yeah. So what exactly what you just mentioned is you have to know what you're good at, what you have time for, and what what's within your grasp. Yeah. And so many of the companies that we have had high levels of success with, they say, you know, we're in the business of doing this. We're not like recruiters and and we're not into building this, 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 and this. Like if we can get what we want and have a straight path to it and we save money, why wouldn't we want to do that? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a faster path to getting things moving towards your goal because certain things like, okay, so now let's just say, so now I didn't hire Abraham and I'm like, okay, now I got to figure this out. So what mm-hmm. do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I'm already burning the clock yeah, because I got to go figure out what I need to do yeah. where experts will be like, okay, you need to do this, 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 and this. Okay, now how do I do it? Well, come that's, on in. Yeah. Let us take care Stream of that for you. for you. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, why you, you pay companies and people to do this kind of stuff. What's more important you getting back to, I mean, this is all part of your mission. Mm-hmm. So get moving on it. Yeah. Okay. Next amplifying your company page. Yeah. I am going to admit that I am not good at this part. Yeah. So one easy way is that when you post things on your company page, are you reposting and having your whole company, all your employees share that? Right. Because then their existing network. Okay. This is a simple one. Just have one person manage your company page, do a post, and have everyone else share that. Hey, guys, in the top of the hour, all right, guys, share it, right? Write something meaningful and share it. What happens then is you have – how many employees do you guys have here? 
Um, well, here globally, we have just uh, roughly 180. There you go. 180 yeah. people sharing in their yeah. own existing network. What's going to happen is that all that people are going to drive within a network to your company page. The uh, um, I like to say, and this is actually an old Brian Tracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Brian Tracy? He's like, like he's got to be like a thousand years old now. But <laughs> you know, twenty years ago, like one of the first like kind of life or business self help guys, we always would say, "Be brilliant on the basics." Mm-hmm. These are the basics, man. Yeah, they are and they aren't. But at the same time, it's like, gosh, it's like you said that, and it's actually because I like to share. I was, I thought about punching myself in the face. <laughs> I was like, God darn it. Okay. So we amplified our company page or the message or the things that we're doing. Good point. Now with LinkedIn, um, they, you can make a post and like no one will see it or, but, and that's another thing too, like encourage the people in your company to maybe just click like. Yeah. At the minimum. Cause, cause LinkedIn especially really has a tendency to share and reshare things over time. By how much people like have it. actual engagement. Yeah. yeah. And so if you train your people to just to do that for you, just for five minutes at the beginning of the day, yep. it is free marketing. Yeah. Free advertising. Well, and then that amplification is means that it gets shown to a hell of a lot of other people. Yeah. Okay. So I'm definitely, I'm, I'm putting an L <laughs> next to that one. I've been losing on that one. Okay. So. We mentioned earlier um, a video. It's funny because this shows you how far I'm thinking ahead. I hadn't read that far down the list. Mm-hmm. I was I was way ahead. The cart was before the horse. But, um, you know, video is something I, I feel so strongly about that mm-hmm. is sometimes hard to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's so easy that you just literally should be ashamed that you're not doing it. Yeah. And, um there's a couple of things in a, and I'm going to, and before you weigh in, it's, there's a, the way to make your video is not, is not by holding the phone in your hand, looking up at you while you're running for the subway. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're selling running shoes. <laughs> um, but you at this point, no matter what phone, unless you have a flip phone or one of those old Miami vice megaphone, like giant bag phone, cell phones, you've got, you have a production studio in your mm-hmm. pocket. And my next book's about the music industry. And there's a section in there about recording that says, look, in this day and age, if you don't have a demo, then you're not serious Mm because you could put your phone down and click record and record at least something. But you can do that with your phone for 20 bucks. You can buy a a cheap little stand Mm -hmm. to hold it right in front of you or something and, and create content. So with the LinkedIn video, those are some of my tips. And, you know, I have a YouTube channel that I have ignored for way too long. And for the people that still subscribe, I know you forgot about me, but I I, I put some decent videos on there. Mm -hmm. And some of them are just like that. Like I said, it's almost like a phone on a stand, but you're there and you got to think a little bit about what you're going to say before you do it. But what are your tips? You know, some people are so... um, scared of actually making videos yeah you just have to get over yourself it's called red light syndrome and you know what you just do it and the more you do it the better you get and um some people go well i just want to want professional videos well i actually at one time i I did a lot of professional videos (laughs) and they're like hey uh i just want the real abe i want to know what 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 abe looks like abraham looks like behind all of this professionalism right yeah one of the tips we get on the podcast because um you know sometimes when you try to make it too professional i said that to you before we hit record i was like dude we're just gonna talk Mm -hmm. 
we're going to see what happens. Yeah. And that's where it's, that's actually looser and it's better. Like yeah. trying to read a fully scripted teleprompted kind yeah. of thing. There's a time for that, mm-hmm. but not always. Yeah. And it's not, doesn't feel real. Mm-hmm. Another thing to think about when you um, creating videos uh, on the phone. Um, yeah. We have everything in our phone. Yeah. Really, it's, 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 it's a, you're walking, you're walking around it's with a, a production like a, studio. It's like a Canon DSLR. Yeah. Like it's, it's beautiful in regards to how, uh, par- like how clear the pictures are as well. <clears throat> you mentioned that I, we have like a $5,000 camera here. Mm-hmm. In some cases, it's just a hundred times easier for me to use my phone yeah. and the, and, and the difference in quality. Well, it's like, what are you using it for? Like, mm-hmm. are you creating a Super Bowl co- halftime commercial yeah. or are you making Something that's going to talk about what you did this afternoon. Whatever is simple, scalable, and sustainable, yep. do that. And um, one thing, too, is that now most of the days people can't have the audio on and to listen to you while you watch the video. So if yep. you have a capacity to put some captions on it, that'd be great. There's things that help with that, yeah. too. There's, like some, super, there's a couple yeah. different apps that you can yeah. totally use that could help with that, streamline the process. And you just imagine if you can just create... Uh, at the max, I would say try to create maybe like a one or two minute video. It doesn't have to be five, ten. And minutes. by the way, don't make a five minute video. Yeah. Like stop. Like if you're if you're listening right now and you're about to make your seven minute video, mm-hmm. don't. I don't want. I, I won't watch it. Yeah. I won't. I really won't. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, there's a reason that Instagram cuts you off at a minute because mm. no one cares after yeah. a minute. Like I talk to people, they're like, "Yeah, I want to make some videos for my website," and I'm like, "What do you have in mind?" They're like. I don't know. I'm like, okay, first off what you just described, no one's going to watch. Yeah. They're not like you get 30 seconds, maybe you get 60 seconds if you're doing well. And then Mm -hmm. here's another tip. And I learned this because, um, one of my friends and clients, I've helped him build a massive YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and talking like huge subscribers. Mm -hmm. You gotta, you gotta grab them right away. Yeah. So if you have some like 12 second intro, that's, Mm -hmm. that's, uh, don't, yeah. Turn it off or change it or cut it short. You need to, you have five, you have three seconds, ideally five seconds at most. And if you haven't grabbed the attention, then they're bouncing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, and that's why you see so many people that are like, yeah, you know, like something, you know, like, cause they, <laughs> cause they're getting your attention for sure. You know, and like, so the example would be like, I mean, I don't know if your business solves a problem and you're like, do you have a problem with? Uh, and there you yeah. go. Okay. Because okay. if that's your specific message, yeah. do you have a problem with LinkedIn optimization? You know, and if that would be the first thing I would say in a video, if I was trying to reach someone yeah. for that, mm-hmm. would that get your attention? Absolutely. But my 12 second intro about blah, 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 something. And there's your guy in a boat and there's mm-hmm. just some people at a desk and there's some stock footage that no one cares about. Nope. Yeah. And another thing too is like in scrolling feeds. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing is like, you know, so many, you go down Facebook and the videos start, mm-hmm. uh, well, no one's sitting there just waiting to see what you're, what happens after your 12 second intro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Were those good tips? They are. They are. So hang on. W winning. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I mean, you're right. You know, another thing I think it is important is even though you do have a studio in your pocket is give a little bit of consideration to your lighting. Mm. Um, you know, you can, for like, 25 bucks you can buy cool little like led lights yeah that it can just like literally sit on the desk or even mm-hmm. on top of your phone and like i mean and they just kind of like help you look a little better absolutely unless you look like me and then you want to turn yeah. it down so if we're going to go there lighting but also the background yeah if you have some more aesthetically pleasing background mm-hmm. behind you your, people are going to be more yeah. like oh, what is he doing and where yeah. is he at 
Well, like in my home office. So like I own a, I own the Jersey that Eric Hosmer was wearing when he put the Royals into the world series mm-hmm. in 2015. Yeah. Um, and it hangs in my office mm-hmm. and you can see it in the background and it's just kind of like, it's interesting. Yeah. You know, or where is that or something? And then also some backgrounds can be really not good. Yeah. Uh, camera angles, something yeah. like you, no one wants to see your nostrils. Um, Mine look good, man. <laughs> <laughs> so if it could be a little bit more head level, that'd be better. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, um, trying to grow your network and your ideal target niche. Yeah. All right. So this means like, okay. So for me and with what I do, I, I primarily reach out to CEOs, CTOs, founders, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, speakers, yeah. authors, podcast hosts, those are, those are the, that's, those are my people, man. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, I have a huge number of connections to it people in the Philippines. Okay. Cause, um, that's some of, that's just, that's where we're at. Yeah. Now some people are a little bit more reactionary when it comes to actually building their network. Uh, and then just, you know, adding a set to all those people that are coming to the network. I'd say, why don't you be proactive and be more intentional yeah. Type in those keywords that you mentioned and then actually have some type of copy that you actually work with to, yeah. to say hello and yeah. invite them to a, a conversation. By the way, um, despite my 21,000 connections, I've never sent a note mm. with the connection request. Mm-hmm. But I have been very intentional. Like I, I did very much tune up the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into the final of Abraham Jen's eight power tips. Mm-hmm. I'm like branding your own studio <laughs> here. So um, you can go to abrahamjen.com. Is jenconsultinggroup.com? Yeah. Well, you know, if you want to go directly to that, I actually have a definitive guide that kind of walks a little bit more in depth through video. Uh, it's on linklocalbusiness.com, present tense, linklocalbusiness.com. And it has a lot of those things that we talked about. Linklocalbusiness.com. Yeah. Look at that. You got it. And that's how you leverage a podcast to get some exposure for your guest. Come on. Yeah. Hey, gonna keep it. We said be raw, right? <laughs> okay. So now we talked about this earlier, but the final thing on here is developing a powerful article. Mm. And we did talk about that, but we're going to go back to that because, all right, look, it's street cred people like, why do I want to listen to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. There's a phrase that, um, you can fill in the blank on, but they say opinions are like, because mm. everyone's got one. Mm-hmm. It's a holes if you didn't figure that out, but tons of people have tons of opinions on a lot of different things. You have to be careful in life, like who you're listening to sometimes. Mm. Like, I mean, cause you know, I don't know. People are like, oh, I wanted to do my startup, but my mom's sister's cousin who doesn't know anything about the industry, the business or what I'm trying to do says it's a really bad idea. Mm. And it's got me freaked out. I'm mm. like, why do you care? Yeah. Why do you care? Like who, like, why do you, it does, is that what you just described is someone that knows nothing about what you're trying to do. And I don't even know what kind of person they are, mm-hmm. what their personality type is or whatever. But by creating content, you have, you establish yourself as a subject matter expert. Yeah. Absolutely. And so uh, part of actually creating an article, you know, I think it's not about if you create an article every single week, that's not even the purpose of it. I think if you just have one article, that's really good. I say anything regards to how to like how to do this 
or the top five tips in this, those are the two types of articles that actually are getting a lot of traction. Right. And uh, the reason why we want to do an article, it actually sits on top of your 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 personal profile and it stays there. The most current one will stay there. What I like to do is then drive people to that article because then if you have more likes, more people viewing it, it actually just continues to increase your credibility yeah. in that space. And then if there's engagement on that, it's even better, right? If there's comments, people actually responding, um, that actually just increases your thought leadership in that space. So it, when my book Balance Me came out, we created specific content that mm-hmm. was based on the book. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily just copy and paste. Yeah. Um, some of it was close, but had, you know, 10 or 12 different, they were just topics yeah. that were related to that. And they, and you know, I mean, you know, for it is what it is. I didn't have as big of a following then, but um, it, it definitely helped, yeah. you know, cause these are the topics that you're talking about yeah. and, and these, you know, and by the way, you mentioned like top five or whatever. Um, look, the modern article, it's gotta be one of two things. It's gotta either be in depth and mm-hmm. analytical, or it's just got to get right to the point. Yeah. Like the, and that's why those lists are, are popular because yes. it's like, and, and denote it, like make it easy for me to see what the top five are. And yep. if I choose to read what comes with each one, yep. That's a different thing. Is that, is that, are, yeah. is that your approach? And then, yeah, absolutely. In this digital age as well, it just can't be long form with all these words. It has to have visual. Yep. It has to be interactive. It, it mm-hmm. has to have some type of immediate application. Yep. And if you don't do it that way, you're going to miss people because there's yep. a lot of white noise out there. Oh, yeah. And so how do you actually differentiate yourself is actually make it very simple. Put, I'd say, six to eight pictures on your LinkedIn article yeah. and just go bam, 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 and have a couple more, like have like two or three sentences in each of the points and bam, you're done. So you know what people tell me all the time? They're like, I want to write a book, but I'm a terrible writer. I'm like, cool. That makes both of us. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I wasn't like a composition major. Mm-hmm. Um, grammarly.com yeah. sign up for it. It's free. <laughs> like, you know, like, I mean, you can do a paid one, but there's things that will help you be a, like a better writer. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the, one of the sites that I really like, I like throwing out some of these free tools for those that are just, that are going to insist on doing everything themselves. But Mm -hmm. like we make our thumbnails for the podcast, which by the way, people overwhelmingly point out how awesome they are. Mm. Um, I used to call myself the goat, uh, when it, the greatest of all time when it came to thumbnails, but a, a young Breland is, is taking the crown lately, mm-hmm. but, but that matters. Cause that's what gets your attention. So yeah. we use just like 12 bucks a month, man, canva.com. Yeah. Canva's you know, great. like you can like with Canva, like it'll just walk you through making like, and your, and your, your picture, your pictorials, like you shouldn't have to, they need to have big font. Do not put too much info on them, yep. but unless you're making an infographic mm-hmm. and, you know, but the thing is, is visualize it because we're trained, uh, we're trained to scroll. Yeah. And if, if, uh, one of the things when, um, when both of my, well, when my, when balance me came out, I had, I, I had first tried a cover designer that wasn't the one we ended up using. And I showed it to my editor and I thought it was great. And he's like, man, this sucks. Mm. And I said, what? And he goes, shrink this down to the size of a thumbnail yeah, and then tell me how it looks. And I did it. And I mean, I was just like, wow. And that, yeah. by the way, that's why I hire an expert. Yeah. Cause if I hadn't, I probably would have had a really mm-hmm. bad book cover, but things are thumbnail size. Yeah. Like, and, and people are, you know, everyone's doing stuff on their phone. Yeah. So, you know, and how does that stand out? So the, um, you know, that, that picture matters and you got to grab people's attention that way, but take a little time and do it. Like, 
like one thing with content is, is people just try to bang it out and throw it out there and it's junk. Like you're better off to have one quality piece of anything than just like 10 pieces of shit. And that's reassuring for so many people. It's like, Hey, just make one that's nice and just tell people to look at that. Well, it's the same with your video. Yeah. It's the same with your video. It's the same with your picture. Yep. And let's, I mean, let's roll through this. So, you know, like you want to make a good impression by having a decent picture, a good article, um, headline, your headlines, the important, banner, the banner, and by the way, Canva, Yeah. if, if you really yeah. want to go about it yourself, you can do that. You Absolutely. do it there. Um, you can also, uh, find Abraham. I, I believe you would probably help yeah. me by the way, just because you have a tool like that doesn't mean you'll actually use it yeah. or be good at it. Yeah, Cause there's a lot of tools out there. There's a lot yeah. of how to's out there. Like, and there's so many information about how to lose weight, but do people lose weight? It's because you can't execute. Right? Yeah. And so that's, that's why you actually I have a whole, a whole, <laughs> a whole grip of, of things about that. But, yeah. you know, the, and, and we'll make that, con- that comment contextual. People will be like, I want to lose 30 pounds. Yeah. You can't do that. It's not something that's realistic. Now you have, you lose it one to three pounds at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and it's the same way with like optimizing a LinkedIn profile, building a personal brand, recording a podcast. Like yeah. we didn't just immediately have 150 episodes mm-hmm. and, and, a ton of subscribers like that came along really slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something I want to add with this content before we finish the list is mm-hmm. with that piece of content that you make. Um, people ask me a lot. So we, we've uh, developed a pretty large subscriber base, but we ha- we don't advertise because hmm. um, I po- I create a good thumbnail. And in the very beginning, I would post links to the yeah. podcast, but I, I, I forced engagement. I yeah. didn't make it like, Hey, listen to this. It was, it was really just the first five episodes and I put it in a bunch of different communities that I joined and I said, I want your feedback. Yeah. Tell me if this is bad. Yeah. But with that, enough people listened to it and liked it and apparently hung out. So, okay. So still going down that list, um, connecting all the things that matter, Mm -hmm. your company page and amplification, like asking for help. Mm-hmm. asking for the people around you to do something. Yeah. I took a loss on that one, by the way, because yeah. I look at that, I'm like, oh man. Well, it requires, it's, sometimes you can't control that, right? You have to have other people to help you with that. And so that requires a lot more collaboration yeah. and mobilization, right? But you got to ask, ask, ask anyone, yes. the people that work with yes. you for you, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, obviously focusing on the niche. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So then this shouldn't, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but if I'm trying to reach people for that want to, uh, if my goal is to try to make connections with people that will employ our software developers, um, going after an entire fitness community is the wrong approach. Yeah. So go like identify your niche. What are you trying to do? Like we established, there's like, you know, over a billion people or whatever on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's that or half or more, but I mean, you can't reach them all. Yeah. You can have 30,000 connections on LinkedIn. Yeah. And I'd say like, you know, how do you find your niche? Look at your past three, five years <clears throat> of clients that have been your cream of the crop that you love to work with. And then just amplify that and focus on that and start to reach out to those specifically and then brand yourself as that niche yeah. niche uh, brand expert for that. So if you're a marketer and if you have had great success with auto dealers, then say, I'm the auto dealer yep. marketer, right? Yep. And then go f- after those type of people versus trying to do it everything. And I think that, and, and you know, that was a very direct explanation. Um, get right after it. I help you sell more. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn expert. 
-hmm. you know, just these kind of things like get right to it, put the meat at the front of all of it. Okay. So as a recap, uh, Abraham, uh, Jen, of uh, Jen consulting group, Abraham, find them on LinkedIn, search Abraham, Jen, that's Abraham, Jen enough. Yeah, there you I go. do not get paid to say Abraham, <laughs> Jen, Abraham, Jen, Abraham, Jen, but that's kind of, but, uh, the, but, the, but that's important. Um, thank you for coming in. This yeah. is fun. I enjoy talking about this stuff. Thank you. Look, you, you guys want to build a business. You want to be a startup founder. You want to be an entrepreneur. LinkedIn is your place for that. Yeah. It's like people there that, you know, you, you, you get to alleviate the need to see other, what other people yeah. ate for dinner. And I loved and LinkedIn so like much that. that I actually created a LinkedIn local KC, yeah. which is basically taking the online connections of LinkedIn and how do you take it offline and create community out of that? Yeah. And I wanted to do that here locally in Kansas City. So about a year ago, we, we about a year and a half ago, we launched it and we have quarterly events. Love for uh, people here in Kansas City, if you are listening to this uh, podcast to come check it out, LinkedInLocalKC.com. And we have quarterly events. All the net proceed ticket sales go to a local charity. And we are able to amplify uh, the good in the city and even the, the the people behind the profiles of LinkedIn. Right. And why online's great, it does all come down to people in general. So um, one of our most uh, uh, popular recent episodes has been about startup communities. Mm. Um, and obviously that's an important part because yeah. like there's some, there's, there's a community they're organizing somewhere. Yes. They're getting, they're, 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 they're getting ready for you. So get your shit together. <laughs> make sure you hit that fifth star. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you go to abrahamgen.com. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCarsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle.